Hello everyone, welcome back to the Pointless Void Podcast, a podcast where two friends and screenwriters get together, turn a dumb idea into a movie idea. I love this song. This is a fantastic <laughs> song. If you don't know, this song comes from a fantastic movie Carter and I discovered this last week called RRR. Um, I actually mm-hmm. discovered it a long time ago, but I finally watched it last week. Yeah, wasn't it? So you discovered it on a VFX video, right? That's how yeah. you discovered it. How long ago did you watch that? I watched it like six months ago. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I, I actually did not know I that. I just couldn't find it on Netflix. Really? And then I finally saw it on Netflix. I'm like, oh, shoot, I have to watch this. <laughs> I started watching the first like five, six minutes. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I have to watch this with Carter. So yeah. we <laughs> went and we watched it. It is. And then like the next day, it like won a Golden Globe for best song of the, uh-huh. or best original song. Yeah, best original song. This song that you were just listening to, Not To Not yeah. To. So you you need to see this movie. Um, is there's what nothing saying. there's nothing I can say that can give it justice for how amazing it was because I'm trying to think of even a genre to put it in, and it's like I mean Bollywood really or was it Tollywood 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 technically Tollywood um, that's the genre but it is amazing great story great special effects great characters great acting just all around yeah so we could we could talk more about this movie and we probably will but the reason why we even are bringing it up like at the beginning of this episode is because we were inspired to try to write a story in that Bollywood Tollywood style Mm -hmm. which technically I don't know if we would ever be able to do unless we I guess moved to India right I don't think um ah. has a western director or movie writer ever done just straight up taking another country's style i mean i guess it's not illegal no it's just no. a style it's but, not like but the thing is would the people in that country like would it go as well you know what i mean which i mean bollywood uh, rrr is taking it by storm here yeah, a lot of a lot of americans are be having their eyes opened to the uh-huh. world of of bollywood and tollywood um because india ha- india produces more movies than any other country in the world mm-hmm and they're very successful because India has more people than almost any other place in the world. I think they're they're they've said that India is going to pass China this year. That's in the crazy. Few months for the most populous country in the world. Mm-hmm. So they, I mean, they have a lot of people to watch it. But here in America and in in other English speaking con- countries, and then in probably a lot of Asian countries too, they don't watch a lot of these movies. But RRR for some reason it was just good enough that word of mouth spread in the United States and it was a big thing. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think about that that all happened, it but got a, it didn't get nominated for best picture. Biggest snub of the Oscars. Avatar way of water should not have been nominated and RRR should have been. Avatar way of water should have been nominated for VFX. They should have won for an sure. Oscar for, for that, sure. but best picture. I don't think they deserve that title. Right. And if we're going even more deep, I think they got nominated for best adapted screenplay as well. Did Which, they? yeah, I don't know if uh, it didn't seem as original of a story that I think it would be nominated. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? You're saying the RRR didn't seem original. It, oh be, no, RRR Avatar: Way of Water. Oh, did Avatar: not. Way of Water got yeah. Okay, they, I understand. Avatar got nominated for best adapted screenplay. Yeah, I and part of me is like, I don't fully agree with that. Yeah, because if I read the screenplay to Avatar, I don't know <laughs> if I would like it. I mean, the story, I I hate on the story a little bit, but it's not like the worst story ever No, made. no, 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 not at all. But it definitely rides on its effects for sure. Yeah, yeah, do which I isn't think, a bad thing. Do I, I think mean, Way of Water is better than the original Avatar story? Um, actually, to be honest... I don't know. The original Avatar was kind of had a lackluster story too, but it was a little bit more emotional. It felt like when they were burning down that tree yeah, and, and, and the Navi came and were fighting the humans like that felt like it felt more, you could, you could draw the parallel to the, the real life United States and native Americans. Yeah. I, I do agree that I think the first one was more. And so just that aspect emotional. alone made me enjoy the story more. No, definitely. But this new one, it's it is entertaining. They came up with a better like the unobtainium thing in the first movie was kind of boring, and they I think they improved upon it by right. going for the whale brain thing, the brain fluid, whatever that is. 
but um, anyway, yeah, I, I don't know why that would win Best Adaptive Screenplay because it wasn't a fantastic story. It really did truly yeah. ride on its effects. I don't know. And there's nothing bad about that. I don't think it won, it, but it's been nominated for Golden Globe. I don't think it won the Golden Globe, but it's also been nominated for an Oscar for Best Adaptive Screenplay. And then yeah. I guess in February we'll see if it wins. But Bollywood, Hollywood. Yeah, well, to be, uh, before we get to that, to, yes. to be fair, the Oscars don't really matter. Oh, no, they don't. The Academy Awards <laughs> are kind of dumb as heck because it's they all are. just like you buy, you kind of buy your way in. Mm. Um, so that being said, it is sad that RRR didn't get it, but I'm sure they won a ton of awards in India. Um, South, they made so a ton I of money. I read that South Asia is where it got the biggest boom originally. Yeah, I, I bet. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, all it, over the world, it, it did it did what it needed to do. It brought that genre to the rest of the world. So again, okay, now we'll move on to Bollywood, Dollywood. What what is that? We got we have to explain what that is. Or I guess I technically don't really know what it means. Let's talk through it. Neither do I. I would the first thing I would always say is music is a key part. Yeah, music and dance and song, right? Um. And color and color. flashy and very visually beautiful. Like you uh-huh. want, you want like every scene is like a painting. Yes. And I would say this because we watched this VFX video, right? Is what, how Jack first heard about it. And then after we watched RRR, we watched it together and they said something that I totally agree with. They use so many, how would you like overly dramatic set pieces, right? Where it's like slow yeah, motion yeah, and yeah. all this stuff, but they use it to tell the story so well, like yeah, what R-R-R, it was made for. You R-R-R know what I mean? Did it? Didn't do it just for flair. They yeah. did it for. It was flair. It was beautiful, but it was oh, yeah. also substance. That's what. That's what they said. He so, goes, that um, is not because the flag is what he was referring to. It was like that's yeah. not flair. That is substance, right? <laughs> and again, if you don't know what we're talking about, please go watch this movie. I know. Yes. I mean. I'm not, I don't know what your personality is, but I if you're anything like me, if you listen to this podcast, I think you're going to love it. Oh, yeah. I think the type of personality that listens to a filmmaking podcast is going to love this movie. So definitely. Um, you're definitely going to love it. Mm-hmm. And I think you should uh, tell tell everyone you know about this movie because they deserve it. They deserve them. They deserve it. So so again, color, flair, uh-huh. music. Um I also over the top action, over the top, unbelievable action. action in a lot of senses. Yes, but it's so unbelievable. But it's like just fun to watch uh-huh. in the sense of like how uh, WWE wrestling matches fun to watch, even though you exactly. know it's like fake. Yes. And like this is not real. Uh huh. That is that's actually kind of a good comparison. I mean, RR and Bollywood and Tollywood is better than WWE, but for our <laughs> American, yeah, you know, knowledge, WWE is like that over-the-top action that you just love to watch. Yeah. Um, I also feel, now I've done, I've actually done some research because we had this idea like a week or two ago. Um, and I've been looking at other Bollywood movies and it feels like a lot of Bollywood movies are also historical. That's not fully true, but I have Not seen, always true, but it's true a lot. Yeah. I feel like they, that's something that they excel in a lot is like historical pieces. Um, our, our is set in post-independent uh, India during the 1920s. Or pre, during, or it's when Post. England was. Oh yeah, pre, I'm sorry, yeah, pre-independent yeah, yeah. India. So 1920s, 1930s. Well, I guess it was post-independent India because in, in India was independent and then <laughs> oh, yeah. England took over and then they were independent then, again. Yeah, so depending on what timeline you look at. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, a lot of, like all the characters are technically fictional. Um, the main two characters in RR specifically are actually mm-hmm. real, but they're dramatized in a way that, they're not really who they are in real life, but yeah. they just have the same name mm-hmm. and they're just kind of paying a tribute to these real life Indian revolutionaries. Right. Exactly. Um, but I, other than that, like every single character is 100% fictional other mm-hmm. than that. The British characters represent the real life British army, even though they're fake people. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, England sucks. We hate England. This movie <laughs> makes me hate England more. Um, we should we go into, <laughs> should we do you want to, Let's go into how much I hate. Okay, this so, is this is a fun one to listen to. So I don't really hate England. I don't hate the people of England, but what I hate is that England still has a monarchy. England is supposed yeah. to be like they're in the UN. They're like one of the top countries in the world, and they have like a well. Actually, the Queen's dead. Like, thank you, please. We wanted her to die for a long time. At least I did. <laughs> but uh, 
Um, so they don't have a queen, but they have a king. They have a monarch. Who's the king now? King Philip? King stupid I don't know, sausage yeah. fingers. Uh, I don't know. King super sausage fingers. Yeah. So he's yeah. the king now. Um, yeah. Sausage fingers is king and they don't do anything, but like take a bunch of money from the citizens. That's all they do because like they, the country pays for them to live this lavish lifestyle and they, they don't even run the country anymore. We, they have prime ministers, but England still takes care of its Royal family and the Royal family. The only thing the Royal family represents to me is colonize, colonization and oppression because yeah. England uh, they throughout history this movie in particular shows it a lot of them impressing the Indian people but they oppressed the American people they oppressed the like how many countries did they have control over they still are technically Nearly control like, over Canada yeah I think uh, there was a cool map that I saw that was like all places that in that United Kingdoms at one point in time had control over. Yeah. And it's basically the entire world. Well, they say that <laughs> the sun never sets on the English Empire. On the English Empire. Um, that's not the case anymore. Now they're just this sad little island in the middle of the <laughs> Atlantic Ocean. But there was a time, yeah. Isn't it crazy to think that, like, that powerful country came from an island? Like, Yeah, because they just kept conquering and they just kept taking from weaker countries. Or mm. not weaker, but just, like, technologically they weren't as advanced at the time. Right, right, right. And they right. just came in and took over and yeah they're very roman-esque that to me is what the monarchy represents right and so when the queen of england died and a whole bunch of people in like people i knew were saying like oh did you hear the queen died like oh that's so sad like and they're like giving her like respect i'm like why are you giving respect to this like monarch we're America. We hate the monarchy. <laughs> we're the it's land of DNA. the free. We're the land of the free. Mm. As a as an American person, we shouldn't care about the Queen of England. Yeah. Anyway, that's the whole. I I, I, I get I get a little irritated about it all the time, but <laughs> this this movie sparked the fire again. It's seeing it all these the, these English people being the fumes. brutal to these Indian Indian people. Mm. They like they sold they stole so the movie starts out and again we're talking about RRR. It starts out with these this white woman being serenaded. I guess seren- is serenaded the right word when you're talking about this culture? Probably not. Pro- probably not. I don't know the right word. But though, this little but, yeah. girl was painting henna on her hand and she was singing her this this gorgeous song um, that you should listen to on the album mm-hmm. and she, and. She came to her, her husband came up and said like, oh, who did that? And she's like, oh yeah, I, I want, this girl did it. I want her for our mantelpiece is what she said. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. And so the, the man just looks over to his like servant guy and he, and he says his name and the guy like throws two coins into the dirt, doesn't even hand it to him, but throws yeah. two coins into the dirt. And the people thought that they were like tipping them. Uh-huh. tipping them for the song or whatever. And they're like, Oh, she, so she picks it up and says, thank you. Um, and then the, her picking it up and saying, thank you was like their sign that, Oh, you accepted the fact that I just bought your daughter. And so then they took them, um, took her and kept her as a slave in the home. And so like that was a part of the movie, but I'm sure stuff like that happened all the time in real life. I, I bet it did. Um, the and that's why of the time so that it's okay. So historical moments, what's a big historical moment in India that we can make this movie about in India? I don't know. Are we, so I was thinking this, tell me what your thoughts are. So are we going to make like a Bollywood movie set in India as well? Or are you going to do like Bollywood themes from an American movie? Oh, I see what you mean. Here's the one thing I was thinking of. I was trying to think like what, like time period or what movies are most similar to Bollywood movies. And this is what came to my mind. I was saying Westerns would be the thing that we could turn into a Bollywood movie. Okay. Over dramatic, you know, set in, you're right. You're right. Rural, you know, United States, you can have the conflicts. You, you could, we could even throw song and dance. There. I feel like it'd be kind of, okay. I see what you mean. Like doing the Bollywood style with in, like, is that appropriative? I don't know. <laughs> I think it, 
technically is, but I think so. I mean, I mean, we can do whatever for this podcast, but that's something that I was thinking would be kind of cool to see is like different ones. Cause I mean, I bet like you could do fire style for but, any culture, but would it fill Bollywood in a different style of music? That's true. The music style would go, would go different. You would have to have, cause the Bollywood from what we've seen. And okay. So this is kind of just a random thing between me and Jack. There is this clip from this Bollywood movie that I used to listen to all the time in football. I don't know why. It was this like before war scene. It was awesome. I found it. Oh, you did find it. I did. Can we listen to it? Yeah. I actually have it pulled up because I saw this and I was like, it like hit me. Here, let me turn off my Bluetooth. And on where can. I could find this. Now, this is a movie I actually added to our watch list. Well, I mean to my watch list, but uh, we'll have to watch it. Is it the... Uh, Roadcaster Pro is the name where of the is it? Bluetooth. Rugged Roadcaster Pro. Yeah, I'm, I really want, do want to hear this. It has like a 3.6... I, I want to say the movie has a 3.6 on Rotten, on uh, IMDb. Mm. Let me pull it up. Bollywood, if I look up Bollywood War Songs, the first song to pop up... 216 million views. The f- song is called Malhari. It's from a movie called Bijarao Mastani. And it's like ancient India. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did, did you hook up to it? Yep. With the Smiths rewards card, oh, save a ah. Do you guys like Smiths? I don't, no, don't most people, are Smiths. We didn't get paid yeah. by them. <laughs> don't ever go to Smiths. Unless you, want, unless you want to. That's your prerogative, but we're not telling you one way. Oh, that wasn't even a Smiths ad. Is it going now? Yep. Okay. Ooh. Okay, look, I want to okay. show you the video. Look at okay, Ooh. No, like, it's a sweet music video. And that's the thing. Okay, what I love about it is, like, this is, like, a serious thing. They're doing a... This is a battle song. Right. But they're also just, like, having fun, like, dancing, kicking their legs up, swinging their arms in the air. There's, like, colored dust flying everywhere. Uh-huh. Yes. It's just pure fun. And the sound is so good. You know what I mean? Like, listen to this. Yeah. And so the the language to me is what makes like I love the sound of the language and it just feels and it makes Bollywood and Tollywood. Yeah. So I, if we were to set it in a different place, and that's that's the thing is like so that's why I was kind of just ima- imagining it would be in India. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. So what, what movie is this from? This is from Bijarao Mastro. I cannot pronounce that. I definitely want to watch this movie. It's on our watch list. It's on a Letterboxd watch list. We love it. Um, has a 3.5, 3.6. What's crazy is we, ever since RR came out, I've thrown, I now want to watch so many Bollywood di- different, or Tollywood different movies, right? Yeah. I want to distinguish between the two, but at this point, I don't know the difference. It's, Besides it, it's language. the language and... Um, there are differences, but I haven't yeah. researched enough. To exactly. Know. Right. So yeah. Someone in India would be like, "Oh, this is Bollywood. This is Tollywood," and I'd be like, "Yeah, no, that's." But I, yeah, I. But I not don't. knowing right now, you know. And I, I don't want to say something incorrect, so I'm just yeah. going to say I don't know. This though is Bollywood. I know that that's Bollywood. Um, because I had a friend from India, in my high school, who was on my football team, is and he knew this. It? No, no, no. I just was like, "Hey, have you seen this?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, this is a huge movie." And so this was made in 2015. Okay. But isn't the song just fun? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the RRR soundtrack, I've listened to like the whole <laughs> album, I've listened to like 20 times probably. Yeah, ever since I've watched that, that movie has been living rent free in my mind for many different reasons. <laughs> Followed all the people on Instagram because I'm like, these people are awesome. Yeah, yeah, I did the same. I did the same. Um, did you follow everyone? Did you follow Jenny? Did you follow? Uh, no. Sita? Did you find Jenny? I did. Really? She doesn't have that many followers, actually, because she's like a new actor. Yeah, this was her first movie, right? Yeah. Or at least her first. She might have been in like movies so small that you they don't even show up on Google. But this is her first like movie yeah. that. So. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a great movie for her career because Jenny, who plays one of the uh, the English women, um, she's great, fantastic job. 
And the main bad girl, this is just funny, because I've not seen her in a single thing since this movie. The main, I want to call her the queen. She's almost like the- uh, She's the she's the mayor's wife. The mayor's or wife. Or the governor. The governor. It's technically I, a governor. I think it was yeah. a governor. Uh-huh. The, the governor who wife. took over India. Yeah. Um, she is uh, Elsa. Uh, Elsa. Yeah, Elsa's her name. From Raider, from the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. She's the blonde girl. Oh, like forever ago she was there. Yeah. Yeah, because when I first saw her, I thought it was freaking Michelle Pfeiffer, but then I'm like, wait, that's, what that's I, not yeah, no. who it, But then like the next time he saw her, I'm like, oh, wait, that isn't her. She, it Pfeiffer. only looked like her in that first scene. It does look a lot like Michelle Pfeiffer, though. That's actually very accurate. And then the governor plays um, one of Thor's friends in the first three th- Thors. He's kind of like the dwarf guy, the, you know, almost kind of like Gimli. He kind of reminds me of Gimli. Anyway, so those two are like, He's not a dwarf, but he he exudes that uh, energy, that energy, even though he's probably you know the I biggest mean? guy yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I meant. And so, yeah, very interesting cast. Great cast. but And so, we're going to make a Bollywood movie. We're going to set it in India, though. I think we have to. I think we have to. So, that's that's what we need to figure out. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, British, um, the British taking over India is like, classic the most i know about india and their struggle that was their the biggest struggle at least in recent times um like mm-hmm. big recent times in historic I'm, like uh the like gandhi is right gandhi that's that part mm-hmm. um what else i mean india is so large and so has so many people that there's so much stuff going on i know i'm sure uh and 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 when at the end of the of RRR, they had a little like they had a song of a nod like a nod to a lot of these uh, Indian revolutionaries. They did, mm-hmm. and so I wonder who a lot of these people were. Also, one thing that they do in this that I don't know for sure yet if they do it in other Bollywood or Tollywood movies is they have a music video at the end for the wrap up, and they'll like pan back to that. I think that's the greatest idea for a wrap up ever. Yeah. Instead of just having like. Almost just like a boring, you know, at the end of the movie, you just do it to show it because you have to, right? This is just such a fun way to do it. Yeah. And it keeps f- you still watching. And a fun way to have an end credit scene because yeah, for in, in Western movies right now, because Marvel started doing this, like all movies are doing this now where they start a credits. Uh-huh. Sometimes they have fun credits. Sometimes they do little animated things. Sometimes like it's more right. than just a black screen, white words, uh-huh. but still they have like that. And then they'll have an a scene separate. That's like, oh, here we're wrapping it up, or like, oh, here's a sneak peek to our next movie, or like something like that. Which I'm sure, if you're listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But the way that they did it at the at the end of Bollywood and Hollywood movies is they just did, uh, they did the wrap up where it's like, oh, uh, Rom and Beam held up a flag. This is how RR ends. Hold up a flag, and then they're just like doing a fun music video, unrelated to really anything in the movie. It's just the characters dancing and singing and doing this song and then cut in between that music video is like scenes that wrap up the end of the movie. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it was super fun. Like, uh, we were the first time we watched it, we were watching it with our friend Callie and we were literally just standing up, like cheering, like clapping at this music video that we never seen before, but we were having so much fun with it. Right. Because we had just experienced this epic movie that just ended with this fun music video. I think it's a genius idea. I agree. And there's, uh, man, Indian history. I'm just trying to look up a little bit of it. Yeah. And there is so much. Here's one. Uh, this is just a sweet name. Ashoka the Great. Okay. <laughs> Regarded we- as the greatest ancient Indian emperor, um, ascends as emperor of the Maurya Empire. And this is 273 BC or BCE. Um, Ashoka conquers and unifies most of South Asia along with most of Afghanistan and Balochistan. Um, there's a war that goes there. After conquering Kalinga, Ashoka reportedly regrets what he has done, leading him to adopt Buddhism, which then becomes the quasi-official state religion of the Mayan Empire. So he regrets his conquerings. Oh, that kind of sounds like a good story. He regrets I mean, conquering. What it sounds like is... Uh, takes place between Ashoka and the kingdom. And after conquering this kingdom, he reportedly regrets what he's done with by conquering this other kingdom. And so what he does is he adopts Buddhism and starts okay, living Buddhism it that way. Is a, is a religion like a piece, of peace. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. 
that's a that is interesting. That's kind of a cool story right there. Uh, I'm just I just randomly picked a random. <laughs> I mean, so what was his name again? I'll look up what he looks Ashoka. like. Ashoka, a painting. Of Ashoka the Great. Okay, the Great. Ashoka the Great. This is the problem with Western movies. We don't have enough. We're not or not Western American movies specifically Hollywood movies. Uh huh. Is our country is not old enough to have rich enough history to write good movies about. I mean, we do have history. We, yeah, and we, we have, have great history. history. We have our great wars. We have our, or great is not the word, but I was thinking of the world wars is what I meant. Right, right. And um, so we do have history, but we just don't have ancient history. We don't have these emperors that were living anciently and doing mm-hmm. these things. We It doesn't exist for us. And what we have is Native Americans, but a lot of their records have been destroyed. So we don't even know that much about them you know what i mean yeah i know and that's a real shame because they imagine the, they have such a rich culture i'm sure that we just don't know about we oh just i know stamped yeah. out forever and everything was burning we just have no records of it i mean we Engl- have some england but- tried to do that to um india but luckily india was powerful enough to stop but the right. native americans in in the united states and and spreading mm-hmm. into canada and south america they, they, the just, doors. You just, had they just weren't powerful enough uh, and the problem is Especially with America, it wasn't just one country. It was Portugal, it was Spanish, it was the French, it was the English. It was like, you know, four or five countries coming into the, you know, the new world just. I'd love, so, I mean, that does really inspire me to write a movie about them and mm-hmm. one of their epics, warriors or whatever. Have you ever seen The Last of the Mohicans? I have. I okay. Have. This, I don't know why I brought it up. I haven't, but I've heard it's really good and I know like the story of it. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. know of the lore behind it. It's one of my dad's favorite movies. Okay. Actually, John Rifus Davis, I think was the actor who played him, but and there, and there are movies about native Americans, but most of them are a, like a, the fight between the Cowboys and the Indians, like the Western movies. Mm-hmm. And the Indians are always portrayed, portrayed as the savage enemy. Yeah. The enemy to the main character. Who's the cowboy. Mm hmm. And again, that's not always the case. So there's movies that the Native Americans are the protagonists, but it's not it's not common that common, and it's not like an epic story of action. And yeah, that that's what I love about RRR is the story it is really like they are fighting this giant oppressor, which is the British Army. Mm-hmm. But the movie also it, it does tackle that in a compelling way, but it's also just incredibly fun. Oh yeah, it's not like it is. It is violent and mm-hmm. bloody, but but you don't feel like you don't feel sad the whole time you're watching the movie. You don't. There are incredibly sad moments, and there's incredibly mm-hmm. big moments of betrayal that I don't want to spoil for you because I want you to watch this movie. But overall, even though the movie has a sad tone to it, it's happy all the way through. Yeah. And I kind of would like to write a it, movie about the Native Americans that is like that, where it doesn't. It's not just sad that they're gone. It's uh-huh. like. Look at how great they were. Look at their art. Look at their culture. Look at how beautiful these people were. Yeah. And it is sad that they're gone, but look, this epic movie exists remembering them. I and think they're not a- gone. They're, the tribes are still there. They're right. just in these sad reservations that we pushed them to. I think that's, I think that's a beautiful theme to do because I don't think a movie has ever been made about that. At least ones that I'm ones. sure there are, but we can't think of them right now, or right. I haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever read the book? Um, I had to read this for I. I'm, I don't know why I'm asking this because I know you haven't read it. <laughs> um, it's a book that I read for a history class. It's called Empire of the Summer Moon. I think is what it's called. No. Um. So this is an interesting book, and I would recommend it. It was actually a pretty good read, and it, it is fascinating because it's it talks about the Comanche tribe. Mm. Um, and the thing about the Comanche tribe is they were, so they were Plains Indians. So they existed on the, the plains of the United States, the big flat area, no mountains, just grass. There were, there were Buffalo there or bison. And the cool thing about these, um, American, they, their, their tribe is actually, they don't have a reservation. The Comanche tribe is gone. Mm. But there was a time when the Comanche tribe was regarded as the most powerful tribe in the entire country. 
Wow. And the West was truly not one mm-hmm. for the, the white Americans until the Comanche fell. The Comanche were incredibly powerful. They would come out on their horses and what they would do, they had this fighting style, which can never be recreated because again, they're gone. We can't ask them how they did it, but they would, they would like ride on the side of their horse and like one leg on top and one leg underneath. So as you're running, it looks like the horse is by itself. And then they would shoot arrows under the neck of their horse and they would, they would hit their target. Like they were incredible archers. Wow. And they, they could shoot like, they could shoot you like 12 times with an arrow in like five seconds. And, and so anyway, they, and there's no video of them. They were, they were just, they were taken out just before cameras were invented so the only evidence that this was true was from people's journal entries of these people just coming out of nowhere and you just think it's a whole bunch of horses and then you're just, everyone's dead. With arrows. With arrows. That's crazy. And um, what this book is specifically about, there's this woman, I actually can't think of her name right now, but she was a white woman who was, um, the Comanche were, they, they kind of were a warring and they were kind of a brutal tribe. They would, their whole entire society was built on raiding other tribes or raiding the white towns Mm -hmm. and, and that's how they survived. That's what their tribe was built on. And when they would raid, they would, most of the time they would, the men, they, they wouldn't take prisoner. They would kill Mm -hmm. babies. They would kill too, because babies were too hard to take care of. But a lot of times they would take like five, like five-year-olds up to like 14 year olds. And they would like, just kind of take them and just make them part of the tribe. Mm -hmm. And so this book is specifically about this girl who was taken like a a young white girl and she became part of the tribe and she gave, she's the, this is like real history. She gave birth to the last chief of the Comanche, this white woman. Um, And so it's, the story is about the Comanche and it's about her as well. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's a book I would recommend, but it would also be a, I actually, they did write a script for it. Did they really? But it's never been made into a movie yet. So they wrote it and then it just never got past the, it, it's probably still being worked on. Oh, but I, but I, I listened to a podcast about the author and he said that he read the script and he really enjoyed it. And he, he, like he thought it was went well with his book Mm -hmm. and it gave his book justice, but it's just hasn't been made yet. Or it got it got denied by most of the places, like all scripts do. But right. Wow. Anyway, that's that's just something interesting. I don't know. I, again, that cool. that movie is already being made, so we probably shouldn't talk about them mm. or that specific story. Mm-hmm. But and there's I, these great tribes. What I also love about it is it doesn't need to be completely 100% historically accurate. Like R R R, the situation was accurate. You know what I mean? Like the oppression. Yeah. The, you know, the British Empire. And the names were accurate, but and the names were what accurate. they did was not. Yeah. And once you see it, you'll understand exactly what we mean. But um, we could also do something, you know, we can work along those same lines. Yeah. If you do, you know, a native. I don't know. if it, Did we change our mind that now we're not doing a movie about Indian in India? We're doing one about Native Americans? I don't know. I never brought that up. I think that's more, appro- <sighs> unless we want to travel to India, because I don't, like we can't, we're, we, I mean, I guess we're not native American either. We're white, but, um, so I guess either way it would be culturally appropriate, but because we're Americans, I think we sh- can maybe make a movie about them easier. No, agreed. And we actually live here. Yeah. India. We'd have to actually go to India. No. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, I don't know enough Indian history. Um, to even like come close to the surface. Exactly. Being able because to, yeah, exactly. I've taken American history courses in high school, in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we, I'd have to do a lot more research about India. Right. But it would be, it, but, but I do like the idea of doing the Indian style with the native American culture. I, I do think that's cool. Mm-hmm. So what, What tribe, what, I mean, what tribes do you know about? Oof. 
To be honest, most of my knowledge comes from Central and South American tribes. Okay. So, I mean, you have your classics, Incans, Aztecs. You have the, um, I believe they're called the Pyrans. I'll have to look it up because, once again, also I can't pronounce their things. Do you know a lot of, like, North American tribes, though? Like, or, like, no. I know quite a few, yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, I know. Um. I grew up in uh, Idaho near the Nez Pierce Reservation. I mean, not super close to the Nez Pierce Reservation, but I knew they were around. Um, that was the tribe that I knew about. There was also the Shoshone tribe, which the Comanche tribe actually was a break off of the Shoshone tribe. Really? Um, so they're in that similar area, uh, but Shoshone goes more up into Idaho. Um, so I know about those tribes, the Nez Pierce are an interesting tribe because the reason they're called Nez Pierce uh, in their language, I'm, that means pierced nose. Mm -hmm. And so the Nez Pierce just very noted, notably had these massive piercings in their nose that you could see when you battled them and it like made them scary or whatever. So, yeah, that's just one of the ones I saw. Uh, Chickasaw. Chickasaw, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chickasaw, I don't know how. Niminoli. Seminole. Yeah. Seminole. Kiowa. Chimanche. Cheyenne. Navajo. Apache. Cherokee. Pawnee. Blackfoot. The Sac and Fox Nation. Uh, the Crow People. The Caddo. The the Sox. The Sox? How did the S-I-O-U-X. I know Sue. Sue. That's what I'm thinking of. The Sue. So there's, I mean, there was a lot. Yeah. Choose from. (laughs) Yeah. um, Did did the tribes battle each other a lot? I want to say yes. But before, before white people came, what were they doing? I mean, that that sounded kind of weird when I said that, but like, like, oh, they needed us because they weren't doing anything before we got here. That's not what I meant. But what? Like, we just don't know what was like the history. Yeah. Of their- who who was the top? Who was the? Because the thing about the thing about history is there's always somebody oppressing somebody. Uh huh. So, I'm sure there was some scary tribe that the other tribes were afraid of. I don't, maybe, maybe not. Maybe there wasn't. Maybe their culture was not like that. And I just am biased because I come from a white culture, which is a culture of conquering. (laughs) So I don't know if I'm biased that way. Uh, This is kind of funny. Biggest tribe feuds in American history is what I looked up. Perhaps the most infamous feud is the Hatfield and McCoys. I'm like, that's not what I meant. (laughs) What is Hatfield and McCoys? You don't know the Hatfield and McCoys? Crazy story. They were two... Um, oh, man. They got killed like crazy. So I, I was just going to say, it's an iconic and legendary event in the American folklore. Uh, the Hatfields of West Virginia were led by William Anderson. And so there were two families who um, just hated each other. It's like Romeo and Juliet. What are the two families there? Um, Capulets and... Oh, shoot. What was the other one? Capulets and... We just watched something that said both of them. Montagues. Montagues. Capulets and Montagues. Um, it's very similar to that. Like, their people, like, if they even stepped foot, they would shoot them. It happened because okay. I think two, like, a, like the sons of two of them got into a fight and one killed the other. And they're also kind of close to each other. And then since then, they just, like... Okay. They were fighting for years. I, uh... When, when you started explaining it, I, I had vague memories of that. What was it called again? Hatfield and... McCoys. McCoys. Interesting. Uh, so the Navajo and the Apache, so I've seen multiple things of this, is known as one of the biggest, um, like, Na- Native American wars between these two. The Navajo Wars and the Apache Wars are c- perhaps the best known. The last major campaign of the military against Indians in the Southwest involved 5,000 troops in the field and rest and surrender. Oh, oh, this is like the government against them. You see, it's so hard to find... <laughs> History of just like, of the yeah of just the Native Americans. It's always the and 
that's because did they really have a culture of writing stuff down? It was really word of mouth. It was mouth. word of mouth. It was, it word was of a very mouth, word of mouth. And it was all like stories mm -hmm. that were like mythologies of these great um, creatures or uh, spirits or th things like of that nature. And if I believe correctly, um, so if I remember, I think the Incans did write things down. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, and then, the Incan like calendar or whatever yes, is why uh -huh. we thought the world was going to end. Right, right. Um, the Incan calendar. Uh, they, the Incans did write things down, but if I remember correctly, it was a large portion of it was burned down because Christians came over, you know, those missionary groups yeah, and said, deemed them like unholy and burned the structures. Can you? And so a lot of it, we don't, this? yeah, this is like so a lot sad. of it we don't have. So sad. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Christians are the worst. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I'm not taking that back. So, uh, <laughs> um, so were the great big tribes in South America were the tribes that we see in North in uh, the United States, the United States and Canada were they were they that were they like just they were kind of small and is that because they were new like they had just left they had broken apart from the massive maybe they did because they say like they say that like the there were cities in south america that like would rival anything in europe yeah mm -hmm. but the tribes that were in the united states were kind of like just like north america yeah living in tents and and they weren't a they, empire they, like they were in this in south in the south mm -hmm. They were more hunter and is that gatherer because they're, tribes. Is that because they are recently they recently moved up there? That's a good I don't question. know if that's, I don't know. I I don't know if that's true or not. I don't and know. And like their technology, there was a. I remember in U.S. history in high school, we were studying. You know, at the very beginning, you study Native American tribes, and then you kind of go into you know Christopher Columbus, and then it goes to you know the American history. Um, I mean, the United States of America, right? But there was a city in South America that this one might've been Aztecs, I think, cause I think this might've been central like Panama area. But anyway, it was a city on water. Like they built it on top of the water. And so they just like kind of like walked around and like, they're like, this is like, especially for the time period, like this is mad, like manufacturally like genius. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the word miracle. Miracle is not the right word. Um, Just an architectural Marvel or Marvel masterpiece. Right. Yeah. Like it's like a architectural masterpiece that I think got destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that joke about uh that uh oh shoot, what's his name? Um dang it, I always forget names. Like I think of people's names and then when I do this podcast, I like forget their names like right as I try to say them. <laughs> um what's the comedian where where he did the joke about where it's like in uh in Egypt, we're like, yeah, the pyramids, they were invented. Aliens. It was oh, aliens. Da uh, David Schwartz. No, it's. Not David Schwartz. Andrew. Er, Andrew Short. Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz. Yes, okay. Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz. <laughs> he's like, he's like, it had to be aliens. There was no way they did it. And then it's like, that's how we know that Mexicans are the greatest workers in the world because they're like, who built the, who built the pyramids in Mexico? Freaking Mexicans did it, dude. They, we didn't need aliens. They had a quinceanera coming up, and so they had it up by Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pyramids in Mexico. It's like there was also pyramids in Mexico. <laughs> Nobody questions who built those. <laughs> yeah, that's a good joke. It's so good, but it's totally one hundred percent accurate. <laughs> it is. They don't talk about the pyramids in in South America like they do the yeah, pyramids in Egypt. In Egypt, but they're massive. And like those towns, I don't like, know if they're as big as the Egyptian ones. Oh no, but no, 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 but they're, but they're still, still massive, like, very impressive. Yeah, and like. They're there, and oh, that's some of my dreams. Like Machu Picchu, going up there and going to some other like ruins would be so cool. Uh, well, I, I'm definitely gonna go there one day. Uh -huh. um, or Pueblo tribes. Like a big thing that we have here, being in the Joy of Utah, is we get a lot of like um, Native American artifacts, and there's like all these Pueblo tribes that if you go into a cavern you can see where they used to live inside the inside like a cliff of a mountain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. And it's just there, but there's like no history of it in their travels. Like there's, a, there is some, 
that they were able to dig up of like research about how long they stayed there and that they moved, but they were abandoned. Like the, the some say that they were abandoned in the 1400s because their soil was bad. And so they moved to a different place, planted, lived there for a few hundred years, and then they would move plant for a few hundred years, move. Mm. And so they were only used for a few hundred years, but still like, I just think that's insane. Why are the greatest civilizations in like ancient history that are now left to be ruined? Like they're just ruins at this point. Why are they all in the desert? Not all of them, but like the grandest civilization. Why were they living in the desert? Were they lizard people? Is is the lizard people conspiracy real? Like the Egypt. And that's why they were in the desert is because they needed the warmth. Because they were cold blooded. Like uh-huh. what? I mean, I'm just making a joke, but like <laughs> seriously. What like if you're gonna b- build a massive empire like the Egyptian Empire, mm-hmm. why build it in the worst place on earth to to be? Yeah, I mean, I know they had the Nile. I mean, River. I guess I guess the uh, Arctic is the worst place to be, but yeah, right, the second worst is probably the hot desert. In yeah. my opinion, the and dry, like, hard to live in desert. Mm-hmm. Did it not used to be a desert? Did they make it a desert because? They overused it or I don't know. I have no idea. It's interesting. They say, well, for Egyptian, like it was just the Nile. And, oh like, yeah. The they, Nile, did, they did. Have the that. Nile river was like the heart of, it was their God basically. I mean, they did have lots of gods, but yeah, it, it was like, it was their life. Yeah. That thing just like saved them, which is crazy to think that that like really the river is what was able to make them become such a, cause without that, they can't plant. They can't, they can't live cause you don't have clean water. You don't have fresh water, I guess. I guess all water back then. I don't know if you would call it clean, but <laughs> fresh water. Yeah, fresh, not salty. <clears throat> um, that's why people died so young. It's crazy. It is crazy. People were dying at like thirty. Like that's yeah. the that's their elders. Is the thirty? King Tut was what twenty when he died. I mean, he did die young, but like still, even for. Back then, they're like, ah, he would only have 10 more years. <laughs> yeah. And if you're royal and you're an emperor and you want to keep it in the family so you marry your sister, you know, that's going to also cause. <laughs> that's going to cause some problems too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> cause some issues. When is, uh, what is the world going to be like in a million years? Right. Like when people are fighting the ruins of our civilization, because we're not going to last forever either. No. Like these cities that are now ruins, they were just as powerful. Yeah. They were just as big as New York City mm-hmm. and Tokyo. And they're abandoned. Why? I mean, when is that going to happen to us? That's really an interesting. Right. Interesting thing. What will happen? I have no idea. It's kind of scary yeah. to think about almost. It would be, if someone invented time travel, that would be. I, I wouldn't want to use time travel to change anything. I just, just want to go look. just to see. Yeah, no, 100%. See, because we're totally, everything mm-hmm. that we think about the past, it, it's not right. I mean. Everything? I think there's nothing correct. Really? Oh, I think maybe like we make a g- all right guess, but it's so far off. Yeah. That's, yeah, no, I get that. I get that. But from what time period though? Because here's my thing. I think if you try, especially this, if you try like getting anything before the BCs. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about culture. I'm not talking about like geological things. I think science knows how to prove what ge- geologically the world looked like. Yeah. But culturally, right. how could we ever know what the people thought or did or believed or. That's true. That's true. Acted like or but spoke. What I love is like there's some like. This is the ritual circle that they perform their things. And then what if they're dead and their spirits are like, yo, that was like our trash dump. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That is not what that was used for, but, you know, close gas, close gas. No. <laughs> yeah, but I'd love to find out. Has there ever been be, time travel at a Bollywood movie? <laughs> I hope not. Actually, there, I, I'm sure there has. There's so many movies. Yeah, but, I bet uh, there, there has to have been. There has to have been. What kind of dance number would you have in a time travel movie? <laughs> I don't know. Let me show you the, I don't know, what, what dance move could you show the show the kids? Because that's what it would have to be. It would have to be like, what dances are you doing? And then he's like, nah, do not. Do- <laughs> uh, 
and he teaches them a new form of dance. I don't know. Oh, he teaches <laughs> him the dances of the, of the day. Oh, like uh, like for example, in um, Avatar: The Last Airbender. So Aang, the mm-hmm. the Avatar, he was locked in an iceberg for a hundred years. Yeah. So he grew up in a different time than the people that are living now, mm-hmm. because the people that were alive when he was a kid are either dead or very very old. And he he went to the Fire Nation and because of the war and because they have an oppressive leader, like dance and art was kind of like taken out of their society and kids like were afraid to dance. And they're like, we don't dance here. And Aang's like, yeah, you, of course you guys dance. I know a ton of fire nation dances. (laughs) And so he taught them their dances that they didn't know anymore. What? Avatar last airbender. First off a TV show. That's Y seven for Nickelodeon. (laughs) Making something that deep, you yeah. know. Kudos no, it's a to, fantastic kudos to, show. Kudos to them. <laughs> yeah, so he he taught them these dances, and they had yeah. like a little secret party, um, Aww. where they did these dances. That's wholesome. And so that honestly could be a thing <laughs> in a tra- time travel movie. It could be right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to do a time travel movie. I was that was just a, a kind of that, a joke. Yeah, we, yeah, I just was gotten off a little tangent about history. Mm-hmm. It would be like, uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going to go with that. Out of the time travel. <laughs> Out of the time travel back to our Native American society. Do we do, so do we want to try to come up with a story that existed before um, the Spanish came in and before the uh, English came in and the French? I think that would be cool. I mean, we, we would have to make it up. I mean, right. we could do research. You could do as much research as you can, but at we some point. We could do research, but at some point we would just have to, to make, make it stuff up. up. Which is, I mean, point of a movie, right? We'll just. Yeah. And and we would make up the name of a society, the name of a tribe. Mm-hmm. The only thing that would be the same, would be constant to history would be the location and the time. Right. Um, and then we could just make a fun mm-hmm. story. Yeah, I think that would be a fun one. And we're doing like fun. North American tribes, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. What kind of music does the North Americans, the... It, you have um, the the beats, you know. Uh, they have drums. The, uh, the ch- yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what they isn't the word. The calls, the... Yeah, uh-huh. Um, I don't want to recreate it because it's not... <laughs> not for us to recreate. Not for us to recreate, <laughs> but... But uh, something, you know. Do you want to look up like a Native American song or yep. like a drum? Do, do, do look specifically look up like a, a joyous one, not like a one for a, I don't know when they sing. They probably sing Joyful. a lot. But. And what kind of instrument? They, they definitely use drums. Okay. Um, this is called the Eagle song. Okay. Is that an ad? Nope. No. Okay. Does it say what language they're speaking? What tribe? Let me... Okay, now I'm watching. Now this is a tribe. Uh, A tribe. An ad. (laughs) Tell me when the ad's over. It's over. Sing, dance, and fly along to the musical version of Joy Harjo's deservedly famous eagle poem... So I believe, so this was a poem. She's speaking English. I know. I think she's translating what they're saying. Oh. This is an electric guitar. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) We'll do more research. We'll come back to you guys at the Pointless Void. Uh, (laughs) Um... They also have a very complex religion. They do. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I mean, so does India. Uh, well, actually, religion is a big part of most culture. Right. They they come up, I'm using the word come up with, um, I guess if you're religious, you would argue that they were given the religion by a, by a higher power. Um, but yeah, most cultures, why do you think that is, come up with religion? Just because it helps, them, so it helps them explain unexplainable things. I think that's probably the most. 
the most possible that and comfort. But if you look at a lot of religions, there's not a lot of comfort either. Like it's a lot. Well, a lot of them are like pretty brutal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely Christian religion for sure. Roman Cr- Christian religion is very like you're going to burn in hell. Right. Roman like also like I was looking like Roman religion too. Like that one, like God's revengeful and you know, they're yeah, they don't really, they do not care about you. The Greek mm-hmm. and the Roman gods do, do not care. Some of them do Some like, them do. um, Demeter and Artemis and uh, a lot of the women, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of the women, the goddesses cared about their people. But, and I want to know if it was the same with Egyptian. It probably was. It, um, it was, Uh huh. it was, we still haven't right, wrote in our, uh, Egyptian mythology movie yet. Oh, that's right. Did we tell people that we were going to do it? Or we talked about it. We talked about it. We're yeah. like, oh, next episode we're going to do it. And then we were, we did start to do it. And then we like did a totally different thing. That's right. Which I guess is what we did today. Was that too. for part three of, <laughs> was that for part three of the old town road? The movie? old town road. It wasn't, but the old town road movie. Inspired, had an like, Egypt, it, it's what inspired it. Okay. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, the Egyptians are like that too. But like, yeah, I don't know why you'd want to create a religion think, that's like scary. I think there's three reasons why, like religions were formed, right? If we or like to gain formed power or over created, to, the first one I was going to say to gain power over people, especially the scary ones, like the vengeful, the ruthless. You know, the Egyptians. Um, I'm just saying it like these ones because I know these ones. I bet there's others. You know, um, they believe the Pharaoh was God. You know what I mean? Yeah, came into a body. Um, and so that gave them power because who's going to rule them or God? Because yeah, who's going to oppose God? God, right? Yeah. And so um, there's that. There's also, I believe, a form of comfort. Yeah. Um, Genuinely trying to come up with an explanation. Gen- yes. Because like when you see lightning in the sky and we don't have science to be like, oh, there's mm-hmm. ions up there. And when they interact with each other, they create electricity and it has to... You know, like we have science to explain it, but when they don't have that, they're like, oh, there's a powerful guy up there that like throws it down. And I would say another reason is what, like, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. With that also like comfort thing is um, death. I mean, that's something. Yeah. To be able to be like, everyone's hey, trying to grandma, like son, you're going to see grandma again, like stuff like that. Yeah. Right. For sure. You know, trying to understand that. Cause you know, if you're just going through life and you're like. And then it's just bam, it's all over. You know what I mean? It also it's caught, hard to. Yeah. It also um, makes a. It gives a form of community. Yeah, it does. And um, uh, uh, sameness between your community mm-hmm. members. Yeah, there's this joint union that you have with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, yeah, there's there's definitely good, but at the same time, people also use it for definitely bad stuff, which is what's sad. You know I what agree. I mean? There, there's so many. It, that is, it really is sad because I think religion in general is a good thing in the sense that it gives people community, it gives people comfort. But yeah, it. But more, people use it for way terrible. more often than not. It's used for power. It's used for people saying, "Hey, I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. Your culture is not as good as mine. I'm going to burn your culture down in right? the name of God." This is this happens so often, so That's incredibly true. often, so. Mu- Religion has done so much more bad than good, honestly. Probably. If you, like, counted it up. Yeah. Well, maybe not on an individual level, but on a world level. That's that's fair. That's fair. I'll give you that. Like, on a world level, yes. Individual level. Some people probably gain a lot of comfort Uh from their religion or whatever. But on a world level, yeah, it's caused a lot of... It's caused probably most. Right. I mean, it is... Which is funny because... Another big thing of religion is, um, we said comfort, game power, but also try to deci- trying to decipher between right and wrong. I think is another reason. You know yeah. what I mean? Like trying to find out, you know, your. But it gives people a reason to do wrong because they're saying like, well, it it's maybe is morally of- wrong, or I feel in my human brain that this is wrong. But because God says that it, it's not. So it like gives them a reason to do bad because they mm. think it's good. Right. It's true. Or maybe they don't think it's good, but they're taking advantage but of the fact that it. other people think it's good. Right. Exactly. And so. Mm. But we could do some, we could do research on different Native American religions and songs. Yeah. That'd and be a fun one. We could definitely do a very 
joyous commemorative movie for we would we we would have to talk to some Native American people too for sure because um do you want to just by ourselves two, white, just two, be, two white guys it'd doing be kind of weird <laughs> we would have to have a very we would have to have somebody of that culture be a big big part if we were to actually do this screenwriting exactly right um but I feel like that'd be a good movie I I actually like the idea of it you know mm-hmm. I agree. And uh, we're we've we've done an hour. Oh, have we already? I know, I know. Wow, we 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 <laughs> go, we run out of time so fast on this podcast. But um, go watch some more Bollywood movies, guys. Mm-hmm. Give them a chance. I, so many people, so many people will not give movies the time of day mm-hmm. because it's not what they're used to. It's not, and there's so many, and it's not just India. I mean, we have movies in Nigeria. We have French movies, Italian movies, um, Japanese, Japanese movies, 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 Chinese movies. Chi- yeah, there's mm-hmm. there's all these different voices and these different storytelling styles, mm-hmm. and in each country has has genres in their genre. Yeah, so there's just so much entertainment and so much great storytelling out there if you're willing to read subtitles right i think it's funny so many people won't do because also like there's so many big actors and actresses now here in america and i'm specifically thinking of some chinese ones uh michelle yao yeah um jackie chan right uh if you go back donnie and bruce lee right where you love their movies you watch their american movies like oh these are so good but typically, like, if you actually looked at it, their best movies are the ones made in their home country. Oh, of course they are. You know? Of course Those they are. Those are actually their good movies. Because they're doing it in their style and their uh-huh. method with, with, with the people that know how to make a movie with them. Yeah. Yeah. And they're terrible. Now, saying that, I'm not saying their movies they make here are terrible. I love Rush Hour. <laughs> yeah. They're not bad, but... But there's so much more depth. Like, there's so much more out there that if you just, like, watch subtitles, yeah, it's so worth it. I almost am watching too many movies with subtitles because yeah. like, I'm not watching past, any Western movies. Uh-huh. We just watched a movie yesterday, which I'll recommend too. Do you, are you going to recommend it as Battle Royale? I would recommend it, So, especially for it's a unique idea. This is I where would, it came from. I would from. give you guys a warning. It is very dark. gory mm-hmm. and very dark. But if you're okay with that, it's a really cool movie because it is, it's inspired so much media since. Mm-hmm. It's the direct inspiration for The Hunger Games. Yeah. Like, exactly. I mean, the movie's called Battle Royale. All those video games, Fortnite, Warzone, um, PUBG, all of them came from this. From this movie. And actually, I believe there was a book first called Battle Royale. Was it? Yeah, and then it was adapted into a movie. I think I remember reading that, but I forgot. Um, And then it was adapted into a movie, but this is where it came from. Like, this is the... Yeah, and so this is is the Japanese film. Mm -hmm. So again, you have to read subtitles, but the story is compelling. and And it's unique. And by... By the time you get in like five minutes into the movie, I kind of forget I'm even reading. You know what I mean? You do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I just am involved in the movie so much. I think it's good because a lot of times you watch movies and you end up on your phone a lot. Just naturally. Just naturally you realize you're on your phone. You're like, oh, what am I doing? Right? As it's kind of like the movie's playing in the background. Yeah, you'll get a text and you'll, Uh yeah. But with subtitles, it forces you to watch it, which I think is better. so you enjoy the story better. Agreed. There was a... uh, forgot i was gonna say actually but um don't don't watch the dub guys don't do it you're gonna you're gonna want to it's available but don't and some dubs are good no no bashing if dub is the only thing you're willing to do if you don't want to read that's that's fine watch the dub because Uh you'll still get the story but some dubs are good uh your name your name dub was fabulous a lot of animated dubs are good. Oh, yeah. I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> and now, actually, I forgot it again because I said I remembered it. <laughs> Have you ever had that happen? Yes. <laughs> where you say, you, it like, comes to your mind, and, and then out. when you say, oh, I'm going to say it, then it's gone. It happened again. I'll, it will come back because it's we're, we're, as we talk about it, it will come back a third time. There's going to be an edit at the end of this, and it's going to be like, hi, this is Jack. Um, <laughs> I remember what I was about to say. <laughs> Dang it, dude. I hate... Why is my mind doing that? Because I, it came to me. I was like, oh, got it. And then it was gone <laughs> a, a second time. It was gone a second time. What's your name? Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> oh my gosh. What was it? It was, a, it was something I really wanted to say. Okay. Keep, 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 let's keep going because I'll think of it again. <laughs> um, 
don't watch the dub. I said that, and that brought me brought it back to my mind. Mm-hmm. And I brought up anime, and you said a lot of anime dubs are good. Yeah, but that's what made me forget it. Oh, <laughs> so really? I, oh, I thought that's I was what... about to say it, and then I responded to you, and then I forgot it again. <laughs> um, eh, it's gone forever now. It's funny. Our next. This is just kind of funny. Our next episode was an idea that me and Jack had that we forgot about for like two days <laughs> and we couldn't remember. And what I was. didn't write it down. Cause I'm like, Oh, well I'm never going to forget this. Cause it was such a good, like, I love the idea. I think it's going to be a fun one. And then we totally forgot it. And both <laughs> of us were like racking up. Like, what was it? And then today I get a text from Jack. He's like, I remember. I remember. <laughs> and so we have it in text form. It will never leave us again, but yep. Should we end the episode? I I think we're good. I think we're ready well, to I do send wanna, back the board. I, uh, I added a little button to our soundboard. Oh, so, th- so this excited. comes from the movie RRR, and I decided to put this, whenever we're losing inspiration and we want to make something super epic, we play That's this. That's right. I <laughs> because this song, this song comes from the RRR uh, album. This yep. is this song is called Dosty. It's a song about their new friendship. Is actually what it's about. If you yep. if you can uh, understand the language they're speaking, that's what they're talking about. But just the sound of it, like I'll put this on as I like walk to class or like walk anywhere, and I just like feel like the coolest person in the world. You just feel so epic, <laughs> and I get so <laughs> much inspiration from this song. So I added it as a button mm-hmm. that we can press at any moment. Hey, we actually got to use this whenever there's a pause. <laughs> just. All of a sudden, dun da da dun da 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 dun dun dun. Ooh, I man. love that you added that. So, um, that's all for this episode. I'm gonna end the episode by like playing some more Natu Natu. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you should go watch this music video. Be- actually, watch the full movie. Yes, I would recommend watching the movie without watching the music video first. Agreed, agreed. Because the music video would make more sense. If you want. To if you don't believe us and you want to be convinced this movie is good, go watch the Natu Natu music video because the song is great, but the video along with it is what makes it really really great. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna end with that song, but uh, let's jump back into the void. <laughs> Na pata zudu, 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 na